Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You're listening to the third episode of Rasa Talks. My name is Hamid Jafari. This is Mohamed Reza, and the third person, Ali Reza, is not available for this episode. Yeah, and in this episode, like always, we're going to talk about startups, tech, what is going on in Iran, and we'd love for you to, you know, share, share our stuff, share the podcast, share the, you know, articles on Tech Rasa. Tell us what you think, and we would definitely consider it. So, Hamid, what happened in the past two weeks? In the past two weeks, um, first of all, uh, on TechRosa, we started market research. So, for anyone interested, uh, you can download right now, you can download a free report uh, with statistics, facts, and market uh, data on e-commerce and online transactions in Iran. Um the, the report is uh, on techrosa.com. You can download it for free. The data is provided by ECM with the data con- conducted by the Central, Central Bank, Bank of, of Iran. Iran. Yeah. And so we're gonna uh, we're gonna have those reports uh, every two weeks. So most stay of them. Tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for that. So most of them are gonna be about you know uh, the online transactions and e-commerce in Iran. We had this news that last week that uh, 30% of uh, payment terminals can accept international payment services. Why is it 30%? I don't get it. Uh, the news didn't like elaborate on that subject, but uh, they were just saying that 30% of terminals can accept international payment cards. So uh, anyone with a credit card can pay their bills, but it's a potential. It's mm. not implemented yet. Okay, do you know when, when they're going to start that? I think that uh, it should be connected to payment wall thing, uh, but we should wait and see what would happen in the next few months or okay. so. But uh, right now, uh, so we it's have... uh, you know uh, they are working with the Central Bank of Iran to do this, huh? No, Central Bank just announced that uh, uh, we c- we have this possibility. Okay. We can do it. Like thirty percent is ready. Yeah. But uh, with the JCB Bank from um, Japan and UPI from China, uh, they are getting contract with these two companies to bring international payment okay. uh, in Iran. That's going to be so pretty cool. I think that it's going to be great. Yeah. But uh, Central Bank uh, is paying uh, attention to two key factors. Okay. One is that they want to support uh, international payment services uh, uh, that are... Uh, operating uh, locally they yeah. want to support them so they won't uh, make any contract that would uh, hurt these companies in Iran and the second key factor is that uh, any payment system that they are bringing it should be the low cost for end users so uh, central bank is paying attention to the, to these two key factors okay. and there were some statistics about uh, the payment system in Iran like Shetop uh, had processed uh, 30.5 billion transactions worth uh, 561 billion dollars. And it goes on with other payment systems like uh, Satna, uh, the whole transaction, I think that it's worth 1.6 trillion dollars. Okay. It's like really big. Yeah. You should read the article. The numbers are like uh, mesmerizing. Yeah. So. Uh, 
so I guess it would be, you know, it would make it much easier for the tourists come to Iran right now after this gets implemented. I mean, right now anyone who's uh, planning to come to Iran, they have to uh, carry a, you cash. Know, cash. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, yeah, and so you gotta have a, you gotta take with you a stack of money, you know. Yeah. And you know the value of Iranian money is like much lower than dollars, so you gotta take. Uh, and I think that it's a two-way street. It's good for Iranians too. So we can actually pay for our online services or yeah. order something from Alibaba. We can just do it. Yeah, but you know what the people say is that, you know, uh, Visa card and MasterCard are, you know, American companies, these two companies. Uh, is it actually going to be implemented, you know, with those, you know, with the Visa and MasterCard? I mean... Uh, if there's payment cards from Japan and China, I see the possibility. But the American cards? But I think that, uh, like, uh, there in aviation industry, yeah. uh, we made a contract with European. So, American, and also American companies, like... Uh, yeah, American uh, saw that they are uh, getting behind, so uh, they made it, like, uh, so appendix all, to the so law. So I guess there's always a way, huh? Yeah, there's always the way. If they... if there's a profit in it. Yeah. I think that they would do it like step by step. Yeah. They open up the aviation industry. So maybe, why not? They are not. So maybe in a couple of months we're gonna see you know payment cards from like East Asian countries and maybe in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And we had a post on TechRasa a few days ago about eight popular uh, e-commerce websites in Iran. And we got uh, lots it of views. so much feedback. Yeah, yeah. It has, uh, so much feedback. And, uh, you know, we wrote down a couple of uh, websites, popular websites, uh, with a low ranking on alexa.com. And all these websites got heavy daily traffic from inside the country. I mean, some of, some of them, you already know it, I'm pretty sure, like Digicala. Digicala is right now uh, the number phone. Uh, number four in Alexa rankings, and after that, I guess it was um, Bomilo, and they're really popular too. And they started with fashion, and right now they're competing with Digicolor, so they have everything on the website, from electronics to you know uh, everything. It's a marketplace. Yeah, it's you a marketplace. So anything on. you can find everything on that. And there's. Uh, a couple of other websites, I don't know if the listeners know them, like Isam. Uh, so Isam is the local version of eBay in Iran. And so they launched it in 2011 and they provide consumer-to-consumer -consumer services to their users. And which is really cool. I mean, uh, you should But the concept of like auction is not so familiar with the Iranians. In Iran, yeah, especially online. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... But I guess they're growing, they're doing really good. And there are websites like Cinema Ticket. You can buy uh, tickets to, you know, uh, plays or, you know, movies online. You can choose the seats. And they're really popular. I mean, some of these websites, you got to be a bit, you know, tech savvy to use them. But Cinema Ticket, I know many people use them. Uh, you, you know, it's a headache to stay in a queue and wait for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. And then there are a couple of fashion websites, such as, you know, Shakeson, uh, Modise, and uh, as I said, Bamilo used to do, you know, just fashion. 
and maybe uh, in the next few days we're gonna have a post on TechRasa uh, and we're gonna list a couple of websites that are just focusing on like fashion. And actually, you know? Hamid, the other thing that happened like uh, yesterday, we were on the streets and we saw uh, the billboard of Tagmon. Oh yeah, Remember? Tagmon. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about. It. So Tagmon is one of the startups uh, in Demon Accelerator yeah. in Tehran, and. Uh, <laughs> we were actually really surprised because they they had a billboard somewhere uh, in north of Tehran, yeah. and that and was, it was weird to yeah. saw like in a startup have a billboard. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and uh, so uh, what uh, what Tagmon does is uh, you know finding uh, uh, you know brands and clothes in Iran that are you know legit and you know they're not fake is hard. So what they do is. Um, uh, they have uh, they have listed all these you know shopping uh, you know shopping centers and you know stores that are legit and you can find uh, you know your desired clothes in Iran yeah. and they're doing pretty good I guess uh, yeah. yeah and the fact that uh, they are doing this we saw like e-commerce companies doing advertisement in this scale because yeah. uh, like normal company can afford to have a billboard yeah but it's nice but, to see uh, but i guess they had a on. partnership with uh you know local uh, not a local but um international uh you know what is it uh, there was a brand yeah they we don't remember the name, i don't know I the brand but um they had a partnership with them so yeah. i guess they were paying for the advertising but but it's still, nice yeah. as at the end it's nice yeah that was pretty cool MTN is increasing its activity in Iran. Yeah. So we had this fiber optic project. Uh, the contractor is like Iranian Net, which is the fourth operator in Iran. Yeah. They had an exclusive contract since 2011. Yeah. But they couldn't do much in the last four years. Because of so, the sanctions, huh? Probably. Probably, okay. yeah. But uh, the government extended the contract for uh, more four years. So they have the contract till 2019. What is the contract? I don't get it. Uh, they are the main contractor of this project. They have to do the whole project. Okay, they're doing a part, they have a partnership Fiber, with MTN yeah, yeah. for... No, no, MTN comes afterward. So okay. uh, they, MTN uh, is uh, proposing to have a cooperation uh, with this company so they were in talks in the last month but I think that they are go going to uh, make a partnership or something in the next few weeks I think so uh, yeah. MTN um, they have Romac in Iran and they are uh, investing in infrastructure especially yeah. internet like fiber optic is like the uh, backbone of internet in Iran. So, so what uh, what I heard is that because of the sanctions in the past few years, MTN couldn't you know take the money outside of Iran, and uh, so so what the government suggested to them was that okay, instead of you guys taking the money outside of the country, why don't you invest in a you know couple of uh, you know other projects, other projects, and you know. 
I think that uh, at the end, Hamid, I think that uh, any company that bringing money in our country is good for the country. Yeah. And we can like build things out of the money. Yeah. But uh, we have to be careful to get a good contract, yeah. you know? See it for the long term, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The other news is that there is a new Uber in town. Okay. Uh, we had a stamp. So, yeah. The first and we have ones. used it. Yeah. So it's good. It's not that great. But in some part of city, you can use a stamp. You have to wait like uh, for so long to get yeah. a cab. But um, the taxi organization, Tehran Taxi Organization, they, they, uh, they started to work on this project to have a seller center, a uh, call center. Yeah. And an app which is like an Uber uh, for people to order the taxi. Okay. Uh, so, so we're going to see more competition right now, huh? And they have the power because they have all the taxis in Tehran and there are lots of taxis. Yeah. So if they could like centralize the whole thing yeah. and if they could promote people to use the app, I think that it's going to revolutionize the whole thing because right now yeah. in Iran, if you walk on the street, you can like... Uh, turn get on, a, yeah, get a cab really easily, yeah. easily, and we had the uh, ride sharing thing from the start. Yeah. Like uh, we didn't have like taxis exclusively. Like if you get a taxi in yeah. Iran, it's like that. The taxi goes on the street, and uh, it gonna pick up any uh, passenger that is on the way. So, you know what I like about these apps? You can pay online. So yeah, I, exactly. I hate you know. I hate you know. Having to carry lots of, you know, cash with me everywhere. And, you know, with the Snap, uh, I guess that's easy. I mean, in the middle of the night, I want to get a cab home so I can use Snap. And I can only use my, you know, debit card. And that's that makes it really easy. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know, it's, it's, and it's I guess it's much safer, you know, with the Snap. So the, you know, the drivers, you know, the plate number. Yeah. So you know the exactly. t- details. They yeah. can like and change the attitude of the taxi drivers yeah. because they can track them. Yeah. You know, if you right now if you take a taxi and the cab driver uh, is not going to be like uh, polite to you, you have to like write down the uh, cab the plate number, number, plate yeah. number, and call the uh, some guy in taxi organization to follow that to up to report them. Yeah. yeah, but in the app, like you can just report it yeah, uh, on the spot. And you know what I want to see? I want to see international companies, Uber-like companies coming to run. Maybe not Uber, I don't know. Maybe a company in the Middle East. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Carrying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a possibility. We might see them, huh? Yeah, the competition is good. The competition is always good. So, I heard many people are planning to come to Iran. This country is actually safe, despite what you hear on the news. And what I heard from a friend is uh, many of the hotels in Tehran are already booked uh, for the next like three to four weeks. I don't know what's happening in April, but yeah. I think that all the diasporas, all the people outside of Iran coming in. But I mean, it's a nice time of the year. Yeah, so, the weather is good. Yeah, either it's for business or for, you know, fun or anything else. But yeah. right now is the best time. And we had a post on TechRasa. We uh, wrote down five apps, five essential apps that could really help you while you're in Tehran or Iran. Some of them are, you know, focused uh, on Tehran. Like we had Tehran Metro app, which is really great. 
and the app is not just in Farsi but in English so you can find the metro stations find the timings and you can you know f see the uh, exact location of uh, you know stations on the map so coordinate your uh, trips trips and, and you can just use it easily yeah that's really easy and two other apps from Google I'm sure I'm pretty sure many of you know it Google Transit and Google Maps uh, so Google Maps is really good for Iran um, and Google Translate you can you know just uh, you know have your phone with you and have uh, if you're not sure what uh, what to say to the taxi driver yeah, like if you're English you can just, just point your phone yeah. at the <laughs> at the fella and ask them to you know speak to the phone yeah and it's gonna translate it to for you live and then of course we had snap as we talked about it so uh, funny thing snap was uh, so the uh, the application was just in farsi, in farsi yeah but we the, the the day that we published the news the next day after uh, i saw that the new update is uh, available for snap and right now you can choose english or french next to farsi and that's so. really nice yeah i think it's a headache for tourists yeah, I mean, many here. of our friends came to Iran. Yeah. I mean, the app is intuitive. You can guess uh, what is going on. I mean, you can ask uh, a local one, uh, a local person in Iran and ask them how to use this app. And after a while, you can get, uh, you know, the grip of it. Yeah. But uh, so still many of them had problems with, uh, you know, the language. So right now you can choose between French and English and Farsi. And that makes it really easy. But there is only one problem left, Hamid. Uh, the problem is the payment. They have oh, yeah. to have a like a they Iranian, have to have Iranian debit yeah. card to. They, they can pay cash. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cash or Iranian, yeah. you know, debit cards. But maybe with that news, you just yeah, exactly. If the, yeah. if Snap is going to be connected to like international payment services. Yeah. So any foreigner can use the Snap like instantly. Yeah, and uh, the fifth app was Foursquare. I mean, Foursquare is big in Iran. Yeah. Everybody is using it. You can find the pictures, the places, the, ratings. the comments, the ratings. Yeah, everything. I mean, people are really active. On Actually, we are using it to find a cool places to yeah. hang out and, yeah. I don't know, eat. Yeah, we do it every day. Yeah. So Foursquare is really great. You can try that too. And, by the way... Uh, of course, you're gonna need a you know local SIM card in Iran. Yeah. I mean, you can. Uh, I guess uh, we have um, MCI or AKA Hamraha Aval, uh, which is the first operator in Iran, and then there's Iran Cell and Rytel. So uh, I suggest you guys to you know uh, choose MCI. Iran. Uh, yeah, MC, uh, uh, Iran Cell. Iran Cell yeah. or Rytel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so more stable internet with those SIM yeah. cards and it's really cheap and you can buy you know internet package for as low as I guess six dollars for two gigabytes monthly yeah We have this game, 1979 Revolution Black Friday. Just uh, released like two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are uh, targeting Iran's revolution history in 1979. Yeah. And um, the government claims that uh, the most organization is in Iran, in Iran claim that uh, they are uh, twisting the story. 
So, uh, they they, so I heard they they're gonna make a local version. You know, they're gonna tell the story from the the uh, another point of view. Yeah, actually, uh, the development of the uh, local game started three years ago. The Iranian one. The Iranian one. Okay. It 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 called uh, Iran fifty seven. Fifty seven is the same year that the revolution happened, but it's in Persian calendar. Yeah. So uh, they started three years ago, and the game is under development still. But I think that they are gonna release it in a few months. Okay. Um, I think that the uh, the whole community like should start to develop our local games to um, tell the people about the to our educate story. people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should tell the story ourselves, but. Uh, apparently, we are not doing it right. Yeah. So I hope that with these initiatives, I mean, we have lots of good uh, game developers in Iran. Yeah. Even some of them are, uh, you know, making games for the international market. Yeah. And there's the, you know, there's this big potential. I guess we see this big potential, and our game developers can make great games, and we have great stories. I mean. Look at the history of Iran. Look at the you know stories we have in our culture. So we the you know the developers could use those stories and make their own version of the games, and you, they can target the international market. And there was this article that Ali Reza wrote: a five Iranian startup in beauty and cosmetic game. Yeah, which is which was a really great post. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. As you can guess, Digicolor is like the first. Yeah, they are the biggest retailer, online retailer in Iran. And the second place belongs to Bamilo. And, uh, but uh, the other companies, uh, you might know them, actually we didn't know them till Ayres wrote about them. So there is this site called Hanumi.com, <laughs> yeah. which is um, uh, which uh, roughly translated would be uh, Miss. Yeah, yeah miss. something like that. Uh-huh. So uh, there's this website. Uh, there is uh, Biex, yeah, which is doing clothing, uh, yeah. and there's Albasco. Uh, so they they used to be a retailer local, you know, for clothing. For yeah, for clothing, offline, and, offline clothing, and right now the a couple of years ago they went online. Yeah, but uh, I think that Albasco was like the first. Uh, online retailers in Iran, but I, one of the first. Or yeah, the one first? of the first. One of the first, but they didn't do well, so they stuck in the same level in the As past they few were, years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there is this uh, website, Misland, that we forgot to mention. Thanks to our audience that mentioned it to us. Misland apparently is more successful than Hanumi.com. So, yeah. Uh, these are. Cosmetic, uh, I mean, cosmetics and uh, you know, beauty and cosmetics are you know, big in Iran. Uh, in, in the Middle second East, second consumer after, after Saudi, Saudi after Saudi Arabia, we're the second consumer. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's the situation here. So, okay. if you if you have any ideas, any startups related to that, you can you know, start something here in Iran, yeah. I think that Iranians do love makeup. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're yeah. not saying they overdo it, but... <laughs> they yeah, just like they are it. overdo it. <laughs> <laughs> Another news is that internet in Iran is going to be cheaper and faster. 
Finally. Yeah. <laughs> so the government announced recently that they're going to increase the internet bandwidth in Iran uh, up to 12,000 gigabits per second. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the current Persian year. And in the next few weeks, uh, internet is going to become cheaper by 15%, at least 15%. I hope that the quality would get better too. Yeah. This was the third episode of Rosa Talks. And really appreciate it if you guys could uh, share the podcast. Share uh, the articles. Yeah. Tell us what you think. I mean, comment, send us an email. Uh, you can send an email to hi at techrasa.com or you can uh, send an email to uh, uh, hamed at techrasa.com, ali is at techrasa.com or mama is at techrasa.com or any of our guest writers on the website we would really appreciate it and we will really implement your uh, and we would answer all the emails so you can be sure many of you I think that you emailed us and got the answers yeah so we get lots of emails Uh, we might answer them some of them you know late but we're gonna answer you guys yeah Uh, thank you for listening to us this is Mohamed Rizzo and I'm Hamed Take care until the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.